Hello guys and welcome to Breaking Butterfly. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about a couple of things. We talk about procrastination and if being a procrastinator is actually a trait or if it's something that you can avoid. And then we also answer some hotline submissions. We hear from one girl about really icky breakup that I give some advice and support on. And then I also talk about polyamory. So uh, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. and welcome back to Breaking Butterfly, or if you are new here, a very special welcome. I am so grateful to have you here. Today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that I kind of mentioned in my previous episodes about Costa Rica and some of the lessons I learned, Um, but I kind of wanted to like tap into it again and talk about it a little bit more um, and just kind of, yeah, reiterate uh, one of the lessons I learned and just, just dive into it a little bit more. Um, cause it is just coming through so fucking hard right now. And I think it's so, so important. So if you listen to my last, last episode or the one before that, um, I think I talked about it. I must have, because I was talking about my experience in Costa Rica, the lessons I learned, And one of the things that happened to me in Costa Rica was I I had this breakthrough. So pretty much I had been feeling so uninspired, right? So uninspired, so unmotivated. And I was getting like really down on myself, really hard on myself for not like putting in the work I usually do or not being able to like get myself to create content or get myself to like wake up early in the mornings. Like I was just really struggling with my motivation and my drive. And I just, I pretty much didn't want to do anything. You guys like literally didn't want to do anything. Um, and then I got to Costa Rica and yeah, we had this human design workshop and we're, you know, Alyssa's sharing about human design and she starts talking about generators and she starts talking about how generators have all of this energy Like they have all this energy to use, but they have to be using it on things that light them up. Like they have to be doing things that light them up or else like they aren't going to have energy and they're going to feel drained and it's just, they're not going to be in flow. They're going to feel frustrated. And it's so funny because I've been feeling, I was feeling so like frustrated and like mad at myself and just, just all around icky, right? So then I had this breakthrough and I was like, oh my god, what if I, what if it's not actually that I don't want to do things at all, it's just that I'm trying to force myself to do things I don't actually want to do. It's not that I don't want to do anything, I just don't want to do the things that I'm forcing myself to do. And so, it was just this huge breakthrough, you guys, because immediately, immediately I asked myself, well, what's lighting me up? what is lighting me up? And every day since the retreat, I've been waking up and asking myself, 
what feels exciting to me, what is going to light me up. And maybe this episode is just for the generator girlies out there because we all do work so differently and I'm still getting into human design a little bit and um, don't know too much about like projectors and reflectors. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm still getting into all of it. But so maybe this is for the generator girlies because, oh my God, waking up every day and asking myself, what, what is exciting me? You know what? I think this can be resonant with anyone, no matter what your design is. I feel like maybe not. I don't know. I'm just biased because I'm a generator. I'm like, this is how the world works. Um, anyway, I've been asking myself every single day, what lights me up and I actually get excited to do things. I've been creating content again. Um, I have been mixing a lot and working on my DJ career that is in the works. Um, I've been like reading a lot. I've been doing Pilates. I've been like doing all of these things. When before I was getting so mad at myself that I wasn't doing my walks that I was supposed to. I'm supposed to go on a walk every day. I wasn't doing my walks. I was getting so mad at myself for not creating content but now I'm just creating content in a whole new way. Like I'm just doing it completely different than I did before. And I was trying to make myself create content in an old way that I, that doesn't feel good anymore. Right. I was getting mad at myself for like not wanting to get out of bed. But as soon as I think about like finding new music or like practicing mixing, I'll literally jump out of bed. So I'm not actually being lazy. I just wasn't putting myself in the position to to have motivation, to have passion, to have energy. I was trying to like force myself to do things that just didn't feel good, right? It's like, okay, if I don't like going on walks, I even told my health coach, I was like, girl, like I can't get myself to go on these walks. I don't know what it is. And she was like, you should try Pilates. I went to my first Pilates class. Now I can't wait to go to Pilates. And that's, that workout is way harder than going on a walk. And I literally get so excited for Pilates. I'm like booking classes left and right. Like I hate leaving the house, but when it's time to leave the house for, for Pilates, I'm like literally a little energizer bunny, so excited, ready to go. And it's just so interesting. And then I'm looking on my, so I was looking on my content Trello. I have like a whole Trello just full of like my content ideas. And I was like scrolling through. I was like, I want to record an episode. And I, one of the things on my Trello, which I wrote a long time ago, I wrote this before I even had this whole breakthrough, but it says, where is it? Let me go back to it. It says, being a procrastinator isn't a trait. It's a sign that something is off, a sign that something is not in alignment. Yeah, that's, yep, Uh uh-huh. I like, I wrote that before I even integrated the lesson. Well, I guess like integrated the lesson again, because I feel like I've, I've learned this lesson in the past and that's all we're doing is like learning the same lessons over and over again in different ways. I feel like, um... So yeah, being a procrastinator, it's not a trait or, or being lazy or not being a morning person. I mean, I, dude, when I'm not excited about my life, I am not a morning person. I will snooze my alarm a million times, a million times. Like I don't want to get out of bed. 
And then as soon as I have something to be excited about, I wake the fuck up. I wake up before my alarm, right? So I just don't think like you can put a label on yourself of like, oh, I'm just not a morning person. I guess some of us really aren't, like we really aren't. But I've had times in my life where I am not a morning person. And I've had times in my life where I absolutely am a morning person because I'm so lit the fuck up. I cannot even stand being in bed for longer than I need to be, right? Um, Being lazy. I thought I was lazy my whole entire life. I was not lazy. I was just out of alignment. Um, You know, yeah, it's just procrastination, like putting things off and putting things off and putting things off. Of course, this, what I'm saying, you guys, this isn't, this isn't valid always. This isn't valid always. You can 100% be in alignment and be procrastinating. 1000%. I think it's so important to say that. You can 100% be in alignment and and procrastinate things or be a little lazy or be snoozing your alarms. I feel super in alignment right now and I've been hella sleeping in because it's so snowy here in Utah. I just am, yeah, I'm just, I'm cozy. I'm like in a little winter hibernation vibe. Um, so it, it, this isn't the case always. I don't want you to think, oh, I keep procrastinating doing this thing in my business. Oh, I guess my business is out of alignment. No, it's not necessarily that always, but it's something to look at. If I keep putting this off and it also depends if it's short-term or long-term, if you're being lazy for one day, one day or a couple days, okay, you might not be out of alignment, right? You might still be doing the things that light you up. You're just having a couple weird days or maybe where you're at in your cycles affecting you. Um, But if you are procrastinating and it's like hard for you to get up and you're feeling depressed and you're feeling anxious and you're feeling all of these things for a long period of time, it's definitely something to look at and to realize being a procrastinator is not a trait. I don't think that my maybe my opinion. I don't think it is a trait because there have been times in my life where I was a procrastinator and I was lazy and I was not a morning person. And then, like I said, there's times where I have been. It's it's not a trait. It's just where you're at in your life and it's just it's energy, right? And it's resistance and it's a lot of other things. And so we have to be really careful about labeling ourselves as a, as a procrastinator or as lazy because you're probably not that at all. And so I think, you know, if you're feeling some of these things for a long amount of time, just start exploring with yourself. Just start asking yourself every day, what lights me up? What does excite me? You know, if you don't want to go to the gym, I invite you to ask like, maybe like, does this sound fun? Does this kind of movement sound fun? Does this kind of exercise sound fun? Maybe I should try yoga. Maybe I should try Pilates. Maybe I should try kickboxing. Maybe I should try this. Maybe I just need a new workout routine or to go to a different gym. Maybe I need need new workout clothes. Like try to find, you can feel in your body like this internal compass of what feels good and exciting. And it doesn't mean you're not still going to need to like push yourself sometimes and maybe have a little bit of the the D word, right? Discipline. I just like don't love the word discipline. But, you know, sometimes you're going to have to hold yourself accountable and push yourself a little bit. It's not like everything's always going to be easy and in flow. 
But when you're really, really stuck and stagnant, I invite you to start exploring, truly exploring what feels good, what feels exciting, what feels fun, what what is lighting me up right now. And I also want to say, like, allow yourself to move with life. Allow yourself to flow a little bit, you know? Some days I wake up and I'm like, nothing fucking lights me up. Like, watching TV lights me up. And and I follow that, right? Um, today, I woke up and I was like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything. But I also was like, I don't want to just lay in bed and be, like, you know, lazy all day. But I was like, nothing, nothing is feeling good. I don't know what I want to do. I should do some work, but like, I really don't want to. So instead I was like, I, you know, it sounds fun. Like I want to mix a little bit. So I mixed, my brother came over, he brought his, like his DJ controller, which is way better than mine. So I got to practice on that a little bit, had some like human interaction and that was really fun. Um, and then finally, after like following that flow, then I was like, you know what, before I like veg out for the night, I am going to record a little bit. Let's like, you know, prop up the the mic. And this is already my third episode that I'm recording right now. I've been recording for my other podcast, uh, Making Money with Maddie, which you, if you are a, a coach or a service-based entrepreneur, um, check out that podcast. I'm really excited about it. It's just like short and sweet, no bullshit guidance for mostly coaches um, and I'm having a lot of fun with that. So yeah, this is like my third episode now. And it was all because I just followed the flow of my creativity and what I wanted to do. And, you know, I still had that moment where I was like, okay, all I want to do is be lazy, but I'm not going to be lazy. What, what can I do that, that will feel good right now? Um, and then it led me here where I am ultimately getting some work done, even though I woke up not wanting to do that. So play with things a little bit, experiment, feel things out. And um, yeah, I think that you'll find that, you know, maybe you're not as depressed as you thought you were. Maybe you're not as lazy as you thought you were. Maybe you're not actually a procrastinator. Like maybe you are actually like a fucking badass bitch. You're just trying to do the wrong things. So Yeah, that's what I have to say about that. I hope this resonates with some of you. Like I said, I just feel like this lesson has been coming in like so hard and so good. Like it's just been feeling, yeah, it's just been feeling so fucking good. I'm so happy. Yeah, I also like, I'm also really, I think I'm also happy because I am drinking a Starbucks coffee for the first time and like maybe a year because I like stopped drinking caffeine but then my dad got me a coffee I got an iced white mocha with almond milk but I got it half calf right I always get my drinks half calf because caffeine just fucks me up and I've had to drink it in thirds like the first I got it yesterday I drank like a third of it and I was fucking cracked and then I drank like a third of it this morning with breakfast again cracked and now it's like the evening time and I was like if I'm gonna record I'm just gonna finish this coffee and I'm fucking cracked again and it's half calf and it was a small it was a small coffee I don't know Mm. okay that was my last sip now I'm I'm yeah I'm cracked okay well this episode's only 15 minutes so I think we should answer 
some of the hotline submissions. I have like so many here and I'm sorry guys that I, I try my best to get to a lot of them and yeah. No, I no, I honestly haven't been recording that much. I'm sorry guys, I'm I'm not doing that good at that. But I'm going to be better. I'm going to start answering these questions more and more and more. Okay. Let's answer so all right, there's two here. There, most of my questions right now are about relationships, which I think is so interesting um, that I just feel like everyone is struggling with relationships right now. And relationships are mostly confidence. It, Yeah, it's mostly confidence. It all comes down to confidence. Um, so, okay, let's answer a couple of these. Okay, there's a really long one here. Okay, let's go for it. So, all right, this submission says, Hi, Maddie, I've been listening to you for the past month and find your perspective very insightful and I appreciate you so much. Oh, thank you so much. I love you already. Uh, She says, I'm really hoping you can help ease my emotions if my situation stands out to you. I haven't read this at all, so we're just going to go with it. She says, so I'm 28 and my boyfriend's turning 29 in a couple of days. He's very much an avoidant and we have been dating over a year. The other day he got angry at me for calling him three times over the course of two hours, two of which were because I was trying to surprise him with a hug and a kiss on my way back from the gym and was calling to let him know. He didn't answer, so I ended up turning around to go home. He called me back shortly after with a huge attitude, angry I had called and that I didn't hear he had plans that evening. I didn't tell him I drove over to him to kiss him, just that I was calling because I love him and I wanted to know about my partner's day as I hadn't heard heard from him in over seven hours. He didn't say I love you, where he was going, when I'd hear from him, and no warning whatsoever just hung up on me to go out, quote unquote, to eat at 9 p.m. with his friend, quote unquote, Chris. I didn't hear from him ever again. He didn't talk to me, call me, text me, apologize, And just two days later, his mom texts me saying she's sorry to hear about our breakup. Wait, what the fuck? He had told her we were broken up. I was broken up with by his mom. Not a single word, text, call from him, nor did he tell me we were done. I'm finding out we are done through his own damn mother. Sorry, guys. I'm in shock right now. (laughs) And this is coming from a man who had given me two promise rings and was planning on marrying me. This is my first real relationship and I'm so torn from the trauma and being ghosted and broken up with via mom from the love of my life when there is no indication of him intending on abandoning our relationship in the first place. His parents are pissed and heartbroken knowing that's how he's ended things and I just don't understand why it had to end this way. Any advice or insight that you can share with me, any is appreciated." Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Babe, what the fuck? I, I'm laughing because I'm laughing out of disbelief. I'm not laughing at the situation. I am laughing out of disbelief because I honestly don't even know how to react. Like, I, yeah. I try to not say things like, oh, that's so horrible because I hate putting meaning on, on, like situations but like I'm just gonna come out and say it that is horrible of him like I'm not yeah let's not say it's a horrible situation because you can come out of this like a fucking bad bitch 
And I don't want you to sulk in this. I don't want you to like wallow in this shit. But what he did is horrible. And I'm so sorry that happened to you. Like I, oh, I would be livid. I would be livid, girl. If I didn't have like the, I guess, I guess like, I'm not even going to say wisdom. I'm not trying to say like I'm more wise than you. But if I hadn't gone through like the toxic relationship that I had and came out the other side and I was still in the same that same place, I would be going absolutely berserk on this man. But I don't want you to do that. (laughs) Don't do that. You need to handle this with the best thing you can do to just like get out of this, like to heal from this experience and to kind of not that it's about winning the breakup, but to like win this breakup, you've just got to handle this with so much grace and poise and just got to handle it like a bad bitch. If you like, you know, start texting him and spamming him or going to his house and being like, what the fuck? And like getting mad at him for doing this. I would like, I think that is like not a good way to go. I think you just have to be like his fucking loss. Like, fuck you. You disrespected me. You can say that. Be like, you are fucking disrespectful. Like sending you love, sending you compassion. I I hope the best for you, sir. Like truly, because that's so like, that's so disrespectful and weird. Like he must be going through something to have that kind of disrespect for somebody that you said you were going to marry right so you can say that if you want to but I just want to say I feel like me like me five or not five years ago like seven years ago wow I'm getting old guys my birthday is next Tuesday I I'm getting old seven years ago I would have gone berserk on this man don't do that get into your bad bitch pants and just literally get into the energy of that was disrespectful but his fucking loss and I will never allow that ever again ever again like I won't even allow somebody to be angry at me for calling if somebody gets angry at me for calling them and like ew nope like that is not up to my standard I want this situation to raise your standards so much you will never even allow a person of this type to be in your space again. Because if he, I'm also going to give you some harsh truth, which I hope this is okay. If he was capable of doing something this disrespectful, then I can only imagine that there have probably been other red flags that he's done. And there's probably been other disrespectful things that he has done. Um, Whether you were could see them or not especially if this is your first real relationship and your first love and you guys were gonna get married like often we can kind of um dismiss the red flags or not fully see someone for who they truly are um this especially happens with people my friend Jackie was just talking about this on a TikTok um the Jackie from the podcast uh, right before this one she's talking about this on a podcast or on a TikTok that like People who get into relationships very, very quickly, it's usually because they're so excited about 
receiving love and they really like need to receive love. So they overlook all of the red flags, right? And so I'm not saying that I'm not trying to like invalidate your relationship or like criticize your judgment or anything like that. But I would imagine that there's probably other disrespectful things that he's done and other ways that he's acted that maybe you'll be able to see more clearly now, now that you're out of the relationship, um, that, you know, take those red flags that you can now see that he had and make sure you never date anybody else with that kind of disrespect. Because I can't imagine that he didn't show any other signs of disrespect and then do something this this disrespectful, right? And sometimes we just don't see it. So I want you to like mourn the relationship, like feel all the feelings. You can feel mad. You can feel hurt. You can feel disrespected. But then also like, like I said, put on your bad bitch panties and be like his fucking loss. Now my standards were there and now they're here. Because I will never let somebody do something like that to me again. And and babe, like this has nothing about nothing to do with you. I want you to know that. It has nothing to do with you. I will call my boyfriend 80 times in an hour. <laughs> like, if I really need to talk to him, I'll I'll text, I'll call. Like, I don't give a fuck. I will like you did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. Like, I don't want you to feel afraid to like call someone multiple times again. I don't want you to feel afraid of being too much. I don't want you to feel afraid of, you know, being your beautiful, kind, loving self. And it had nothing to do with you. He is going through some shit. He cannot disrespect another human being unless he's also disrespecting himself. Like, he is... It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with him and what he's going through. And yeah, that that's all I have to say. So mourn the relationship, feel all the feels, but then just handle this with grace, babe. Like, and yeah, just just move on. And I promise you, I know this is so cliche. I hate myself for saying it, but I promise you there's someone else better out there for you. With my first relationship, I 100% thought we were getting married. Um, I thought he was 1,000% my soulmate, my twin flame, the father of my children. And that could not have been farther from the truth. <laughs> farther from the truth. And if this is your first real relationship, you have, oh my gosh, you have a whole journey ahead of you. You have so many beautiful people to meet people to connect with, people to love, people that are going to love you. So, um, yeah, keep your, keep your head held high in every moment. Ask yourself, how would the most confident, bad bitch version of myself handle this? And just try to become that woman because you are that woman and your ego is going to want to like fight back and your ego is want going to want to like ask what's wrong with me and you're going to be dissecting everything, step out of that ego, bad bitch panties, higher self, like, you you fucking got this, babe. I'm really sorry that this happened to you. I can't believe that. Especially after a year, like, oh, you've been dating for over a year. 
that's weird. That's, that's weird. Uh, thank you for asking that question though. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. And I hope, um, what I shared helps a little bit. Um, and I see you left your number here too. So I'm, I'm going to shoot you a text as well and make sure that you are doing okay. Okay. Should we, should we answer one more? There's one question here that's like a little bit spicy and personal, uh, but I think I'm going to answer it. Um, okay. This person asks, can you share your experience with polyamory? Is it still for you? How did you get through jealousy in your experience, if any? Just curious to hear more about this topic in general, if you have anything to share. Yeah, I would love to share about this because it's funny. I'm, I'm in a whole different place now. Um, yeah, okay. Where do I want to go with this? So I think polyamory is such a beautiful thing. I, so it's weird. I feel that I'm, there's part of me that is very, very monogamous. And there's part of, part of me that is very much polyamorous at my core because I did learn that I am very much capable of loving multiple people. And, you know, when I was like dating multiple people kind of seriously, I, I thrived in that and I loved it. And I loved that like different people could give me different experiences. And like, you know, this person, I experienced these types of things. And this person, I experienced these types of things. Like, I really do believe that we can have these multiple soulmates, right? Um, You know, you have like your music soulmate, and then you have your sexual soulmate, and then you have your adventure soulmate. And a lot of times you can find one person that is a mix of all of them. And sometimes, you know, you have these different pieces of yourself that you feel like different people really fulfill them. And so you want to have a bunch of different people in your life. And so when I was dating other people, I was like at that place in my life where I wanted to like experience everything and I was connecting with so many different people and I was like super magnetic and was just like attracting all these experiences And it was an experience that I needed to have. And like I said, it was an experience that opened up my eyes to realize that I'm very much capable of, yeah, like connecting and loving different people at once. And I think that is because I'm at a place in my journey where jealousy is not a thing. And I wish I could give more tips on how to deal with jealousy, but the truth is I really didn't experience any jealousy myself. It was more the other way around, like the other way around of, you know, other people not, yeah, like, yeah, I think it was more the other way around. I wasn't really experiencing jealousy myself um, because I am at such a place with my confidence that it if someone else that if someone that I'm connecting with is also connecting with somebody else, I know that that person isn't me. And I also know that if they connect with that other person more than they connect with me, then that's totally okay. Like it does not hurt my feelings at all. 
at all because I know who I am and I know the abundance of connections I can have and I have really no attachment to in that moment in that time of my life last year like I yeah I had no attachment to anybody specific and yeah I know what I bring to the table and if somebody if someone I'm dating connects with somebody else like that means absolutely nothing about me and this lesson and what what I'm sharing like this can go like this can resonate with you even if you're not polyamorous but you're just you're in a relationship but you're always insecure and you are like nervous about your partner finding somebody else the goal is to get to a place with your confidence that if your partner finds somebody else that they connect with more you are like a great amazing go date them then and no hard feelings go date them because why wouldn't you want that person to be with the person they connect with most and them connecting with them means nothing about you it also means nothing about their connection with you right it means it literally means nothing they're just wanting to experience a different experience they're wanting to experience a different relationship experience different adventures and sex and communication and maybe like location and like different hobbies like they just might be wanting to experience something else it doesn't make you any less worthy it doesn't make you any less wanted it doesn't make you any less at all it just opens space for possibly somebody else that you might connect with more than you connected with that one person and that's totally okay. And it doesn't take away the connection you had with that person. Um, it, a relationship ending is not a failed relationship. And I love that like inside of the Confidence Collective recently, we've been talking a lot about like relationships and non-conventional relationships and expectations. And I think it's so amazing that like we can start exploring different types of relationships that you know, now I'm in a monogamous relationship and you guys might not know this because I don't think I've shared it on the podcast. Um, I've posted it like once on my Instagram and like my clients know, but I am actually dating Henry again. And <laughs> yeah, if you didn't know, surprise. Um, yeah, it's been a long time that I've like wanted to like share that but I obviously I really I honestly really like having it more our relationship more private now because we were so public and obviously he has episodes with me and all the things but um yeah it's, I think it's an important part of this conversation so now I am in a monogamous relationship again and what's interesting about our relationship right now is that we don't live together and we don't have any intentions of moving in together anytime soon. And so that's what we were talking about inside of the collective, which if you guys are not in the collective yet, please come join. It is honestly my favorite place to hang out. It's so fucking fun. It's like breaking butterfly, but better. Um, the master classes and the community and everything and yeah, it's just so fun. And I'm actually going to be closing the doors at the end of April. Not sure when this podcast is going to come out, but end of April, I'm closing the doors. And when I open them again, the price will raise. So if you want to spend the summer with me inside the collective, um, 
yeah, hop in ASAP. Um, so you can be grandfathered at um, the opening price of, and it's just twenty two twenty two a month. So I would love to have you guys. Um, but anyway, sorry, <laughs> shameless self promo. Sorry, not sorry. Um, what was I saying? Oh, inside the collective. So we we were talking about like not living with your partner and even a lot of girls inside the confidence collective they have like moved out and they're still dating their partner they're still with their person they're still dating but like they they live in a separate apartment and every single time i've you know i've told my friends like oh you know me and henry are back together da 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 everyone's like oh my god like so is he moving here are you moving there i'm like no nope I love having my space and he loves having his space and he loves being in LA and I love being in Utah and like yeah we have this expectation that like you have to live together and relationships have to look like this or relationships have to look like that and they really don't you can do it however the fuck you want to and so I think it's really fun you know like with the whole polyamory conversation, it's just so fun to, you know, I'm not going to be like polyamorous in the sense that like I want to bring other people into my relationship. And that's why I was saying like, there was a part of me that's so monogamous and then a part of me that really enjoyed like, yeah, just dating so many different people. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just your relationships get to look however you want them to look. They really, really do. And yeah, I'm not, it's not for me anymore because I could get into, into it, but I'm so confident in where I'm at right now and what I want. And I eventually want to have family and all these things. Um, but yeah, like that experience was something I really needed to have. Um, and it's so, I'm so grateful that I had it and yeah let your relationships look however you want them to look like they can be non-conventional or non-traditional they can be like this or like that or however feels good for you um and yeah and it's gonna come it will also probably come in waves right of what feels good and what you are wanting to experience and the people that you're with, it's also going to be different what they want to experience. And you have to take yourself out of that and you have to not take it personally. And you have to just let other people also have their experience. I mean, even the last hotline question that we um, just answered, like, whatever, dumb butt, <laughs> dis disrespectful dumb butt, you know, even him, it's like, you just got to respect his decision of like, he wants to experience something else. And like, just let him, let him have that experience. You know, if that's really what the choice he wanted to make, so be it. It has nothing to do with you. He just wanted to experience something different. He went about changing directions the totally wrong way, but go let him do his thing. You know, wish him on his, on his merry way. And, and that should be the same with our, our relationships, you know, um, even if, they, they promise you marriage or they promise you this or they promise you that. You can't let people promise you that because we're human and people change and things change. And, you know, there's people that I follow online that I'm like, they are soulmates and they'll never break up. And then they end up breaking up. Like, 
you know, so many like internet couples and relationships and I'm like, oh, they're never going to break up. And then they break up and they're just going on different paths. The key to relationships is being so strong in your confidence and being able to not take things personally and to know who the fuck you are and to trust in the abundance of relationships because I promise you they are so abundant. Like I I really did experience that last year. There is an abundance. Um, and you know, sometimes you're going to make a choice where you want to choose to be with this person and they might choose a different path and that's okay. And that is okay. So yeah, those are kind of my thoughts on it. it you know, I had a really um, incredible experience connecting with so many different people last year. Um, I'm not going to go into all the details, <laughs> at least right now, of how I got to the point I'm at now. But now in my life, this monogamy and stability and healing and just all the things I'm experiencing now is exactly what I want to be experiencing um so yeah not for me anymore and yeah I think that's it all right I think that's all for this episode next episode I'll try to answer um some other questions from the hotline submissions if you want to submit um something yourself a question ask for advice ask for a specific episode topic um the link for that is in the show notes the link for the Confidence Collective is also in the show notes. The link for the Road to 10K, which is my business program, is also in the show notes. You can also check out my podcast, um, Making Money with Maddie. Um, I have a couple new episodes going out soon. Um, so go check that out. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I kind of talked about a lot of different things, but um, I hope you guys yeah, resonated and found some clarity or some inspiration or some breakthroughs. And I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you ever want to share anything with me, you can DM me on Instagram, Maddie Maple, M-A-D-I, Maple like the syrup. And yeah, I just love you guys so, so, so much. I hope you have the best week this week and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye.